0: Hello, everyone. I am Carla Jakobovic, hostess of the Swiss Learning podcast, and thanks for listening. Swiss Learning represents 16 prestigious schools in Switzerland, and they're experts at finding the right fit for each student. On this podcast, we showcase alumni from each one of these schools to share their success stories and insights with you. Today, our podcast welcomes Claire Petou, an alumna from Collège Champité. Claire, welcome to the show. Thank you, Carla. Thanks for welcoming me. Could you please introduce yourself to our listeners?
1: Yeah, so um, I'm Claire Petou, I'm uh, 40 years old, uh, mom of uh, two children and and living in uh, Lausanne, Switzerland.
0: Claire, how did you end up at a boarding school in Switzerland?
1: Well, actually I was born in in Switzerland, so born in Lausanne, but um, I grew up in uh, Brazil. And when I was eight years old, we came back to Switzerland and my parents wanted to continue uh, making sure we had the best education. So myself and my brothers went to to Jean-Pierre.
0: And in your view, what were some of the highlights of living in Switzerland?
1: I think living in Switzerland is um, the best. <laughs> How can I put it? No, um, especially Lausanne, we're close to the lake and close to the mountains, so um, I'm quite an outdoorsy person, so I really enjoy um, being on the lake, going to the beach when it's very hot, and then in the winter going to ski in the mountains. So you're really extremely close to, to both uh, these um, attractive natural uh, landscapes. But also uh, Lausanne in itself is a very international city, with a very strong uh, university presence as well. So even though it's a small city, um there's there's a lot to offer and it's uh it's it's really culturally very also attractive and interesting
0: i completely agree with that and i often say uh, not only about lausanne but switzerland in general it's such a small country but it has so much to offer you mentioned you know water activities mountain activities i feel that within such a small space there's such incredible diversity isn't there
1: Exactly, and yeah, you're right. It's it's uh, it's not only Lausanne, It's uh, it's the rest uh, of Switzerland, and and also, I mean, we have the reputation of the streets being very clean and everything beautiful and slick, and it's actually really true. So, yeah, yep. I've traveled quite a lot, and um, yeah, I haven't seen anything similar to to
0: Switzerland. I, I agree with that, and and Claire, Switzerland is very famous for having exceptional boarding schools. In your opinion, what sets Champité apart from the rest?
1: Um, I think uh, maybe this, the the this size, like it's it's a human size. You really get to connect with the other students. Uh, yeah, there's really a, a family feeling. I think that really sets it aside from from the other boarding schools.
0: There's definitely a family feeling, and I think that another great point of um, international students being at a school that welcomes day students allows for an opportunity to connect with the locals, right? Totally,
1: yeah, yeah. So it's not only boarding school, of course. There's a lot of locals, and uh, I was actually part of the part of the locals myself but we did have a lot of exchanges with the boarders and yeah a lot of um yeah activities going on there we could invite them to our i have a I'm lucky to have a chalet so I could invite some of the boarders to my chalet and um yeah really this uh, this exchange between uh, uh local and international students was uh yeah it was really a gift that Ex- we had it
0: exactly and what is your absolute favorite memory from your time at Champité? You were there for nine years, so you were there for quite a while. Is there a, is there a special memory that comes to mind?
1: Yeah, that's not an easy question to answer because, um, yeah, I have so many so many great memories. I think it really shaped my, yeah, who I am now and, and, and spending, yeah, from age nine to age uh, 18 in Champité was, um, yeah, it was a big part actually of my life. Um, so, so I have tons of memories. Mm-hmm. Uh, of course, um, of course, the funniest ones are probably when, when we finished Champita, um, the, the, the last year. Um, there was, uh, I don't know if that still exists. <laughs> <laughs> I would, I would hope so. But we were allowed to, yeah, to spend the, the, the our last day in Champita, uh, in to spend the whole day doing um, a little bit crazy things. I mean, of course, nothing illegal. But we could, um, yeah, not attend classes and and wear some. Um, we actually spent the night there <laughs> uh-huh. at the school. <laughs> we slept at yeah. We slept in the class and celebrated. Yeah, having spent all these years there, because a lot of my classmates had also spent between seven and nine years there. So we were yeah really a strong family, and yeah, just spending the night there and uh, the next day. Uh, going into each class and sort of bothering all of the classes for a few
0: minutes. <laughs> yeah, that sounds uh, like yeah, fun. That's,
1: a, that's quite, a, quite an amazing memory.
0: Yeah, having yeah. a sleepover at the school. I'm sure I'm sure our students would enjoy that. Uh, Claire, on campus, what were some of your favorite things to do? Were you involved in sports or any clubs? Uh, what did you usually do?
1: Yeah, so i was uh, i was quite involved in uh, in sports in uh volleyball actually mm-hmm. so um yeah we had a uh, we had quite a lot of trainings and and yeah we would spend um, most of the gym classes and and also outside were around playing um a lot of volleyball and um yeah that was really really something I enjoyed a lot also the the team feeling there also with uh uh, kids from other classes, not only our class, but different classes, different generations as well. And did you have any favorite subjects? Um, I guess my favorite subject would have been math. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, I was really good at it. And I also, yeah, there was really a nice uh, team spirit in the, in the, in the class. Um, so I also liked to, yeah, to sort of explain math to my other fellow students because it wasn't always that. Yeah, that easy for for everyone. Mass is not that that easy of a subject. I think.
0: Yeah, that that is correct. It's not the answer we we get most of the times.
1: Uh, yeah, I think already already in those days it was something I enjoyed to like, yeah, look at a problem, divide it into different parts, and explain it to other people. So it was easier for them.
0: Yeah, and I think it also explains where you are today, right? And and we'll talk about that a little bit later. Uh, But you speak English, French and German. Did you learn or get to improve any of these languages at Champité?
1: Yeah, of course. I mean, so French is my mother tongue and then um, English, uh, of course, I, I, I developed as well in Champité. Um, you know, I, I arrived when I was nine, so I had some basic English. But, um, but yeah, all of, the, all of the English classes and also half of my class, even though, though the, the classes were in French, I think half of my class was bilingual. So English was a language that we would hear a lot and, and definitely speak uh, practically every day. And then same for German. Um, actually, while I was in Champita, I I did a, an exchange with some students in uh, Zurich. So I spent a month in Zurich also, and that was organized by um, my German teacher. And yeah, I think uh, it, it's really useful today. My um, the fact that I can speak all of those languages. Um, I also speak Spanish and Portuguese. That's those I didn't learn in Chambéry, mm-hmm. <laughs> but I think it was quite common. Um, yeah, that either uh, yeah fellow students would speak uh, two or three languages, or would just learn them while we were in Chambéry definitely important part of my education
0: yeah and i think it's uh, uh it's definitely plays a role uh as a competitive advantage when we get ready to enter the workplace right
1: oh yeah there's uh it, yeah this definitely makes a huge difference and when people see that that you speak all these languages it gives a huge credibility and, and brings you to i think the the, the right level so mm-hmm. so yeah i'm very very grateful to be able to speak all these languages and and work in in those languages as well.
0: Claire, in speaking with former students of Champité, everyone seems to agree that the best gift you get from the school are the friendships. Uh, Was that the case with you? Are you still in touch with any of your colleagues? Oh, yeah.
1: (laughs) that's pretty funny because, um, yeah, even after after university, um, where we also have actually a very strong alumni group, so... Yeah, I wasn't really sure how strong our, our, our friendships will, would remain. But now, um, still like twenty years later, all of my best friends are actually uh from Champitae. Somehow either either they were with my brothers in Champitae or with me, or yeah, one or two classes below. We really have this very, very strong bond. And mm-hmm. um, yeah, I think it's it's also what you mentioned, this um this local and international bond that we have, that's, that's definitely remained my, my entire life. And yeah, the people I spend my holidays with are
0: alumni. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah, that's that's great to hear. Uh well, you're now at PWC, which is one of the largest professional services firms in the world. And getting recruited into these companies, we know, is no easy task. Do you think Champité played a role in equipping you with important skills in your formative years that helped shape you into the professional that you are today?
1: Yeah, for sure. I think, um, well, one of them you mentioned that's very simple are the fact that I'm able to speak several languages. So that was like really a door opener that I can speak um, speak, uh, three, uh, four or five languages. That definitely helps. And then I think uh, being a team player is also something that is uh, that is often asked. And at jean pite we also really learned um, how to be a team, how to create bonds, how to also with different uh, different nationalities, different cultures, um, different backgrounds, how to connect and and yeah and, and do things together. So yeah, I think these 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 two things would have really equipped me, and also definitely hard work. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Uh Jean-Pittet was a lot of hard work, a lot of pressure. Um uh yeah, the the, the final exam we were preparing, I did the Maturité federale, but I think it's the same for, for all of those. Um yeah, basically our grades from the year um they they don't count. So it's one exam over one very long exam over a few weeks. And, yeah, you need to really perform at that moment. And that's something, um, yeah, for me, it was uh, really life-changing. Everything I learned at Champitae to, to get ready for that. And it served me my entire student life, but also career.
0: Mm-hmm. Claire, you consult in the sustainability and climate change area. What's the best problem to be solving in 2022?
1: Well, I think, um, you know, sustainability is such a huge topic and there's so many things to look at. Um, In my view, it's very important to solve for the environmental challenges that we have now. Um, But what I focus on personally is uh, human rights and how human beings are being affected by climate change, but also by the way we consume. So I really look at um, when we buy a product, uh, what does this mean? How 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 are the working conditions for the people that actually made uh this product in the end available on my shelf for me to buy? And I think that's one of the biggest challenges to solve right now is uh how our consumption affects people around the planet. And yeah, being very conscious of not only what's going on in Switzerland, but what's going on on the planet is uh, is a big, big uh, challenge to solve. Because, unfortunately, as a human being, we're very centered on what's happening around us in a close circle, but not always what's happening um, a bit further on the planet.
0: So. That's very true. I'm, I'm, I'm glad there are people <laughs> like you, uh, you know, looking into that because I feel the vast majority of us, when we pick up the product on the shelf, we don't think about the product's journey until it hit that shelf, right? Yeah. Claire, if you could go back in time to your first day in business and give yourself one piece of advice, what would you tell the younger Claire?
1: Um, I would tell the younger Claire to be patient. I think uh, sometimes especially when we're young we're very eager we want to we want to demonstrate that we can contribute um, in the workplace and and that's the right attitude to have um, but then also we expect uh, very quickly some rewards and uh, yeah I was I was quite impatient and um, yeah maybe sometimes I moved a little bit too quickly out of some um, some places uh, where I could have been a little bit more patient and probably I would have uh, gotten a bit further and, and, and progressed also. Um, so yeah, that would be my that would be my advice. Be patient, uh, work hard and uh, yeah things will come through.
0: <laughs> and before we let you go, uh, one final question, what advice would you offer students who are just arriving at Champite right now?
1: Enjoy every minute. You're, you're extremely privileged and um, have a great time. Welcome.
0: Claire, thank you so much for joining us today. I really enjoyed having you.
1: Thank you, Carla. It's been a pleasure for me too.
0: If any of our students wish to continue this conversation, can they find you on LinkedIn?
1: Yeah, of course. They can find me on LinkedIn. Claire Please go ahead. Don't hesitate to contact me. I'll be happy to get in touch.
0: Thank you once again. And if anyone else has any questions about anything else they heard on the podcast today, feel free to contact me at Carla at Thank you for listening and until next time.